<laughs> but it, it was nice because you did feel like a connection there because normally if you talk to a client who was on the phone before and then you were in person with them. Yes. Like you could have longer conversations on whatever Zoom, WebEx, Teams. And it, I think there was even more connection with our clients and they could call you at any time because they knew you're sitting at your desk, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Client service is why we have, you know, keep our clients happy. Hey, it's Josh. Before we get started with this episode, I just want to ask that if you're listening, please subscribe in your podcast app so you'll get notifications when new episodes come out. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend and maybe leave a review. It will really help us out. Okay, enjoy the episode. We just are getting some breaking news. We've got a live shot there of President-elect Joe Biden getting his COVID-19 vaccine. To the latest coronavirus developments at this hour, the Biden administration has a new plan to get more vaccines to the public. Meanwhile, more help could be coming to Americans as lawmakers are set to vote on the stimulus bill any moment now. And tonight we're learning the benefits from that bill could kick in as soon as next week. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us in the Restarting America podcast today. I'm excited to meet you and to hear your story. Thank you for having me. I've listened to so many podcasts and I'm very excited to be on a podcast. Oh, it's so, it is exciting. Uh, you'd be in everyone's favorite podcast app. Uh, <laughs> so before we get into March of 2020, which seems like a long time ago now in July, 2021, um, Let's go back to when Cardinal Investment Advisors was founded and what you were doing then, and you are a founding partner. And so I want to hear a little bit about the story of uh, Cardinal Investment Advisors founding, and then we'll kind of speed up to uh, 2020. But tell me a bit about that time and uh, what your careers looked like there. Oh, well, I'm excited to talk about Cardinal. Um, so September 4th, 2001, Cardinal began. I um, I guess I need to step back and just say my story is that I met Rick Beard, who started Cardinal Investment Advisors in 2001. I worked with him at Summit Strategies, and he decided to form Cardinal um, and wanted me to come along. I had worked with him for a year there. He wanted me to come to Cardinal. He enjoyed working with me, I, I suppose. And um, so we started September 4th and I was able to come on September 10th, which was one day before September 11th. So it was, it's an incredible story that we um, navigated 9-11 and grew our business. And now we're in business for 20 years. So I uh, have a finance degree from University of Missouri, Columbia. Um, I also have my master's from Maryville University. Um, I always thought I was going to go to law school, but somehow I landed in business school and, and majored in finance. Um, so, you know, through my whole career, I've thought through this, my whole career, it's just been networking and finding uh, positions. And I uh, got my first position through just, you know, a friend of a friend. And then I found myself at um, in corporate finance at May department stores. I wanted to leave there when I, when I started having a family and uh met Rick Beard. Friend said, oh, Summit Strategies, they, they need a person. You sound like you'd be a good fit. Mm -hmm. Met Rick Beard um, and just uh, knew that he was smart and I could learn so much and it was in investments. And I really wanted to get back to investments out of corporate finance. So started uh, working with him at Summit Strategies, got to know him, was his you know, right-hand person. And then he began Cardinal because he wanted to really focus on insurance companies. 
and they just didn't have quite um, the focus there at Summit Strategies and he wanted to have his own firm. So a week uh, later, he asked me to join and I said yes. And then of course, 9-11 um, hit, but we were able to um, take on new clients um, and we just continued to grow. And, he's, and he was just a great mentor for so many years and is, and, um, is really the reason Cardinal's successful. We had these founding principles, which has which navigated us to build the company. Um, it's navigated us for 20 years. And, and I think those founding principles helped us get through the pandemic as well. It's so interesting to think that you started there at September 10th. Because I think that this like this feeling of, oh, there's a stay at home order being put in place. You know, like, there, it, it, to, I mean, to me, there's some parallels. Tell me what it was like, like that, the, the second day of your work. And, uh, and then let's talk. Then let's get in a bit to, to 2020 and what happened there. Well, so yeah, starting the firm, I mean, we, we were working out of his, out of his uh, home and, um, and I, my husband um, was just getting out of school. He had kind of changed careers. I had a a young child, literally um, a year and a half old. And I mean, I really couldn't afford to not be paid. So he said, I will pay you, but he wasn't taking a paycheck. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, fortunately we were able to get clients and we could all be paid, but I mean, he was so generous with me and uh, taught me so much, but um, we were working out of his office or out of his home. And then we had to find office space and we had to build all the reports and just make it, you know, build everything from scratch. So it was just so amazing. And you think back to those times and it's just, it's, it's so exciting, scary all at the same time. And you don't know if you're going to make it, but you just keep plugging along. And he's, he's so driven and so, was so smart. So learned so much and um, always felt so um, respected by him and everything I did. And he would give me a lot of leeway. And I think that's what Cardinal offers. We're always open to ideas and just run with things. So, you you know, as a small firm, that's so exciting um, to be able to do so many different jobs and, and have so many hats to wear. How did the start of the pandemic impact you and your business? So I, I think personally, we're, we were you know, trying to grow our business, we have a new logo and brand and we were rebranding our reports, but then we had to step back to say, okay, well, wait a minute, there's a pandemic hitting. So we have to, we have to make sure we're serving our clients because suddenly we're all working from home. We were all traveling a lot, meeting our clients, meeting investment managers, going to um, conferences. How often did you travel in 20, like in 2019, how much did you travel? I would say on average, um, I was gone at least, um, two to five days a week. Um, So, and that's, depending on your client load, many are gone more. And it's of course cyclical because each quarter you would be gone a lot for client meetings in a six week period. And then you might be a little less. So suddenly that stops and, you know, that's just a shock to the system too. And, you know, how are you doing call, you know, are you going to do calls with, with uh, clients for meetings? No, it's going to be zoom. Okay. We're going to use teams. We're going to use WebEx and it's, navigating that and staring at yourself on a screen versus being in person is, you know, that's, it takes time to get used to. And I think too, the other thing was supporting our employees. Um, I I was most worried about folks that didn't have families at home and were secluded, or if they had family members that actually got sick and, you know, they're worried about them. They're trying to work. Um, And then of course you're worried about young families because they have these little kids that are suddenly at home and they're trying to work. 
I mean, I was fortunate. I have older kids. They're self-sufficient. Um, yeah. You know, for me, it was just all of us being on an internet and try- and making sure the Wi-Fi was strong, you know, whoop de doo Well, I didn't have a little one. But then, I was, like I said, I was worried about employees that were a bit more secluded and how do you support them making sure you talk to them. But that takes time, um, making sure you're reaching out to folks like that and making sure they have everything they need. Is, you know, do they have a screen? Is everything set up properly for them? All those things that technology was so key at the very beginning, but also just giving guidance and being calm being calm with your client, with clients that some were really, uh, you know, very concerned about the business. Others said long-term strategic asset allocation, I'm focused on it. You know, they, maybe their business wasn't as impacted as like a health insurer that we Mm -hmm. consult to. And so you just had very different um, clients, client needs, as well as supporting your employees, as well as home. I mean, it was so stressful as everybody went through, it wasn't mm-hmm. just, you know, new to Cardinal, it was stressful for everyone. So there's so many things that were, that I think back and how we all navigated that, but always trying to be calm and be a good listener and um, just trying to help out when you can, you know, just making a quick phone call to somebody, I think meant a lot that we cared, you know, just saying, Hey, how you doing today? That went a long way. And then they could work or they knew that they could reach out to whoever, to me, if I had reached out, just knowing they had that, that person, that support system. Yeah. It was, a, it's a lot different of just like popping by somebody. I feel like I'm a big chit chatter. And so I would still, I still chit chat people, uh, you know, but I know that like, it was a challenge for different kind of personalities, you know, and the CEO, have you talked to this person? Like not in a meeting, you know, it's like, okay, we're having meetings all the time and we're connecting and we're whatever. Have you just like, just said hi, you know, and, uh, it's taken away a lot of opportunity also to meet new people. Um, yes. It's also been interesting to take that away. And I almost think it was good for, for clients. I mean, we talked talk to our clients even more and mm-hmm. you could do, I mean, I'm talking to you right now. See your face. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness nobody else can see me. <laughs> but it, it was nice because you did feel like a connection there because normally if you talk to a client who was on the phone before and then you were in person with them. Yes. But you could have longer conversations on whatever Zoom, WebEx, Teams. And it I think there was even more connection with our clients. And they could call you at any time because they knew you're sitting at your desk, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Client service is why we have, you know, keep our clients happy. Yeah. You're available for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the greatest challenge of like the uh, COVID has been for Cardinal? And uh, in the past, maybe in last year, or maybe even position, the challenges have changed a bit as we've kind of reemerged, you know, as the phases have uh, climbed back up and things are open, I guess. What, what do you think has been the greatest challenge for this time? Um, I think it's making sure um, we are staying connected with our employees and listening to them. I think we, as a firm, um, we have a great culture. And I know a lot of firms say that, but I truly, we are a big family and Cardinal is so special to me. And I, I've been here a long time, 20 years, and um, it means a lot. And it's our clients mean a lot. Serving clients is so important. It's what keeps our business so strong and also making sure um, we support our employees, uh, making them, making sure they're heard. So it's so different when you don't see everyone. So even though you're, you're maybe talking on teams, it's, it's hard. You can't talk to everybody every day. 
first of all, we get we wouldn't get any of our work done. But I just I miss that interaction when you're walking down the hall and you hear someone say something funny and, and laughing about it. And maybe a couple of people, you know, it's the water cooler talk, but it's it's fun and you laugh. And if you're stressed out, you can go in and be like, help me work through this problem. I'm freaking yeah. out. And it's hard, you know, you get on a phone call or you try to call someone, but they're on another call and you you can't vent and you can't brainstorm right then when you want to. Um, and I realize when you're in the office, somebody could be busy too, but there might be someone else you could reach out to. So sure, I think sure. that's maintaining that culture um, is really important. We need to make sure we do that because we were hyper-focused on it during the pandemic. pandemic. Everybody's working from home. And you know you have to reach out, but now it's like a hybrid. So, how do you navigate that if some folks do want to um, work from home, but you still want to keep this culture? So, I think that's something we have to make sure um, we keep because it, it can be lost and it can happen really slowly over time. And then suddenly you're like, we're a different firm, and you don't want that to happen. So, I think it's easy to say um, everybody work from home and nothing will change. I don't think that's realistic. I don't think that, I don't think that's true. I think it will change and, and maybe that's okay. Maybe the, you know, you'll change it in a different manner, but we need to think through what's important to Cardinal. And if it does mean being in the office um, as a group together, we need to have a few days like that to keep that, that culture alive. What has it, I know that you've been back together a few times. What has it been like getting back together? Um, it's funny because I have, our office was closed from March to May and then we opened and we said, you can come in. And we had, um, we were very cautious. Our goal was to keep all the employees safe. If you came into the office and did not spread COVID. So we we really thought through um, kind of our process and we had different levels. So if you came in, you had to wear a mask um, and outside of your desk. So, and then also you had to report every day we had a survey. So we were, you know, we had a lot of guiding principles, but I do think that made people very, very comfortable and um, appreciated that we had thought through this process. Um, so I, I came in because I, I like being in the office. I, I like my office. I like my mm. desk set up. So I, I did kind of a hybrid. Um, so I have been in and there's been kind of a core group and we felt like we were like this little family and um, we kind of all knew if somebody somebody went on vacation or went outside of their normal zone, like they might work from home for a bit to make sure that they, you know, weren't sick or had COVID sure. and came up with symptoms. But folks that has, have been working from home and recently coming in, it's funny because they're, they're talking to everybody and they're like, I'm not getting anything done. And I'm like, well, everybody likes to see you. They're enjoying, you know, yeah. camaraderie again with you and they're seeing you face to face. So they're, it's funny. People are just getting used to being back in the office. Um, I have been here, so I know what it's like, um, yeah. but it is an adjustment for folks and that's fine. I mean, we're not saying hardcore come in, but we, we do want sure. folks to come in and, um, you know, reignite this office again. It almost sounds like high school to give the people that are just coming back. It's like the freshman and it's like, Oh, I, I've been doing this for a while. You know, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not so worried about any of this. Yeah. I see. I was in the downtown area in Chicago today, just um, running an errand. I was like, I was like, there's just people out to lunch and like uh, people are like having conversations. Like, and I'm, I'm like, it does feel like, cause I've been home the whole time and I've lived close to downtown. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, it feels so 
wildly normal, you know, not as, as crowded as it's been, but very interesting. Well, it's very different from, you know, for a year we had masks on every time we left our desk. And yeah. then once everybody is vaccinated, as we know, we know we followed the CDC guidance. And sure. as soon as they said, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear masks. So then it was, that was kind of crazy. You didn't have it around the office, but you get yeah. used to it. I mean, it's just these stages you have to go through. Um, if you could go back in time and tell yourself something um, in January of 2020, you know, catch yourself outside the elevator, you know, or, uh, you know, as you're getting in your car kind of thing and have five minutes with yourself, what would, what would you tell yourself? Um, I know I, I think back to January, 2020, and I guess I'll tell a little story. I, I was paying a lot of attention to COVID and the coronavirus in, in China because my daughter was supposed to go on a mission trip in March to Thailand. And we were getting more and more concerned. Now, I was just concerned about, about Asia. I didn't think this yeah. was going to spread. So I was really worried and didn't know what to do. Should I send her, et cetera? But sure. I guess I never in my, I never thought everything, the entire world would be shut down in March. I mean, it just, I guess what I would tell myself is to, <laughs> I don't know, pay attention more or maybe think what's the worst that could happen. Um, I don't know if I could have been more prepared, but I, I, I guess I was a little more, I wasn't as cautious or as worried as I should have been. But then again, if I'd been more worried, I don't know, what would I have done differently? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, it, it's just still so, so crazy how quickly, um, everything closed down in, in March, um, and I, I think we responded well as a firm. I think for our clients, I think we were calm. We let our guiding principles, you know, guide us just like they did. And mm -hmm. when we first started the firm and as they have through the 20 years. So we made sure we were serving our clients. We responded to them um, and we helped our employees. And, and that's, that was, the, that's key to us. And we are long-term strategic asset allocators and we focused on that, but yet if, you know, we were responsive to their business needs. So we made sure our technology was working. We have great people. Um, so I felt like we quickly responded, even though I don't think in January we had any inclination what was going to happen in March. Um, and so I think that's what we do best at Cardinals is really calm. We've come together always when there's, you know, something incredible that might happen in the market something terrible that might've happened personally, we come together and we have calm voices, managing directors that say, okay, what should we do? Let's think through everybody's thoughts and come up with a game plan. And we did, and everybody did their expertise. We had the technology guys saying, this is what we're gonna do. Let's make sure everybody has screens, monitors. What does everybody need? Um, HR was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to, C you know, I'm on an HR committee. What is CDC telling us to do? What are other attorneys saying we should do? And we were getting information and making good decisions as a company. And I think that's, that's why we are still in business 20 years later. It feels, it feels like it rings true. And I, I was like, uh, yeah, you've been through many, like, it sounds like it's been through many crises. And it sounds like there, I think that calm like feeling is also something that's like very hard to grasp for, I don't know, I have not had a very calm year. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Just to, um, but yeah, when you say it, like I feel that, 
you know, I feel like the, the strength in what you're saying that you like, you're like, yeah, this is, this is what we know how to do. And, yeah. uh, and that that's real. And I think that when you talk about like the culture of the firm and like not letting something slip away, um, it sounds like it, it, it holds strong. Yeah. And I, I think it helps that we have so many, we have a lot of managing partners and we all are very respectful of each other and our, and what we're good at. Um, and, you know, if someone is kind of, for lack of a better word, freaking out, someone else is calm. Um, and I think that comes from our culture, from being a big family. And it's like, okay, guys, we're, this is, you know, some folks maybe didn't realize it was a pan. I mean, you heard the word pandemic and it, as you know, everybody had different opinions in the U.S. Someone, some people yeah, were like, wait, this is too extreme that we're shutting everything down. And others said, shut everything down. And, you know, we had different opinions, but sure. we were very respectful and listened to each other and said, in the end, this, um, we need to keep everyone safe. And so doing yeah. that meant we needed to close the office. So um, cooler heads always prevail. And, and we were, I think that's the key is we're respectful of everyone's thoughts. That's the key. I think if you could respect your neighbors and the people you care about, and uh, if we can all do that, there's a, that should help expand everyone. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so this has been a very challenging time, but there's also been like nice things to see and uh, inspiring things that either happen like with people that we know or with the company or even just people that you don't know or that you see that uh, that bring you kind of light during this time. Uh, what has inspired you during the last year and a half? Um, well, I'll be honest, it's my three daughters. I have three daughters who, uh, you know, just dealt with the pandemic so well and they inspire me with how driven they are. Um, so, you know, as kids in school, they suddenly had to wear a mask or they had to be remote and they just took it in stride, figured it out, didn't need a ton of guidance from us, but did it. I mean, and they had moments where they were upset about things. We yeah. talked about it as a family, yeah. but they, so I have one that's a senior in college. I have one starting college and one starting high school. And they inspire me and helped me get through this, um, yeah. through the pandemic. And I would talk about work and they would offer advice, but they're <laughs> very driven and they're, um, they're excited. What I love is just their excitement to change the world. And they have seen what happened this year. Um, so many things happened in 2020 and they weren't afraid yeah. to talk about it. Weren't afraid to have different opinions from me and my husband, um, so they inspire me that the world is a good place and we will get through this and we will come out stronger. So that's, that's what keeps me going because I want to be as good as them. I know they're going to make a difference in the world. And, and um, so they, they're, the, they're my inspiration. That's great. Um, and good luck to them. With the, it's a very, they're all very exciting times. I know like, a lot of change going on. So many transitions. Well, um what do you think like as and especially now it's like kind of interesting you talk about culture a bit like what do you think the legacy of, of coronavirus will be for cardinal investment advisors what do you think that will kind of stick with or like like i guess change or not change like through active not change like what do you think the legacy of this time period will be well i mean to we always, uh, it, at Cardinal, we have said we tend to grow when there's a lot of um, 
tough things going on either in the market or in the world because we have these guiding principles that long-term strategic asset allocation works. And so our guiding principles, I think, always lend us, people want help during crisis. And um, we have that calming approach. Um, We're making sure, you know, this long-term strategic asset allocation works for the long-term. When the markets go down, we have a good investment, sound investment advice during that time. So I think our legacy is that it has worked. It has worked when we started the firm. We've had other, you know, down markets, both investments and other things that have happened at our firm. Um, And we have worked through those times. So our legacy is that our founding principles continue to work and that we give sound advice and we have deep research. So I think everything that we say we are, it works through this, through the pandemic will continue to work. So, I mean, it's just, you know, we're an independent consulting firm. We have smart people who work here um, and our founding principles continue to to work. Now, you know, we're not afraid to make changes, um, not afraid to look at new ideas um, and test them out. But I, I think our legacy is always that we offer good advice and um, we're good listeners. We have good client service. I mean, I, I always pound the table about making sure you respond to clients always. Yeah. They are the key to our success. And even if you don't have the answer right then, or maybe um, you, have, you made a mistake, just respond to clients and acknowledge that. I think that's the key um, key to our success. What's one piece of advice as we kind of wrap up? I think that a lot of people listening, you know, have, are, are in business and uh, appreciate the stories that everyone tells. I think it's so it's it, even though it's such different businesses, it's so easy to relate. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, on a human level and on just like a business level of like, you know, struggling and working through and the challenges. Um, what's one piece of advice that you would give to other business owners during this time, like going forward? Well, I, I actually said it in my last um, answer too. I think the key is um, client service, um, always serving clients. I don't, you know, even just go out, going out to a restaurant, you, you know, when you're good client service. And I think it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, that doesn't hurt. I've told my daughters this too, depending on their profession, I just said, always respond to clients. Um, and that's the key, you know, of course you have to have answers, but it's, it's just, they are the ones, um, that we're serving here at at Cardinal. And I, um, just always responding to them. And I think we did that during the pandemic and continue to do so and always have, but even more so during the pandemic, it was like, we were touching base with our clients all the time and just making sure maybe it was a quick email. Like, did, did you have everything you needed for your meeting? Cause there might've been a meeting um, they, they were having meetings way more frequently than quarterly, yeah. as you can imagine. And yeah. it was just being responsive, being available. And that goes a long way because we were there for them. Um, we offered advice um, and just talked through any questions they had. So I think never doubt that good client service is, is always the key to success for a business owner. So true. <laughs> um. I, well, I want to thank you for spending time with us today and being on the podcast. And we're going to link to Cardinal Investment Advisors, and the website and the other updates and things that are happening in the show. And 
I, I recommend everyone to check it out. And your rebrand is very nice. And, uh, and it all looks good. And uh, yeah, I think when you say, like when you talk about the calmness, you talk about the long-term strategy, you talk about the principles, like there just seems something, so, it's like, it feels so core, you know? And I think that uh, it's really strong. I'm sure the other people you work with appreciate your perspective on that. And it makes it easy to relate to. So thank, thank you. you for your time. And we wish you and your family a lot of health and happiness and the business a lot of success and everyone that should uh, have a really good summer and uh, the rest of the year and uh, even better next year. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Josh. Thank you for listening to this episode of Restarting America podcast. Make sure to subscribe in your podcast app and visit restarting-america.com for more episodes like this one. Restarting America is produced by 97Switch.